Okay. Uh, we're gonna do. We're gonna. We're gonna uh, survey two pieces in the Nesiva Shalom on this week's parsha. Two themes that uh, I thought were again kedai based on just the situation in the world and just things to understand about Avraham Avinu. The problem with these parshias is they're very they're very jam packed. Like every piece, as I was looking at them thinking that, oh, this, this piece is the piece we should learn. So I try to take a little bit of a sampling without um, getting us too, uh, you know, too lost. But, okay, so we know for, the first thing we're going to talk about is chesed and the role of chesed. We know that Avram was the Isha chesed. Avram represents, if you learn about the spheres, Avram represents the sphere of chesed. So we have the beginning of the Parsha. The Parsha tells us that, that Avram is sitting, he's recovering from... Brismila. He was 100 years old. He was 99 years old. He's get, he got a brismila, and he's recovering. And Hashem comes to visit him. And then he picks up his eyes, and he sees, he sees three people standing there, three, three uh, guests, potential guests. And the way that Chazal explained it, even the Pasuk a little bit, these were not, they did not look like... Uh, you know, high-quality individuals. These were, these were not, uh, he makes them wash their feet because he's afraid that they're Oivdeh Avoy Dezara. And yet, he runs, he runs to greet them. And in Pasuk Gimel, at the beginning of the parish, it says, Vayoymer, I'll read the whole Pasuk so I could say the word because it's not clear how to translate the word. Vayoymer Adoinoi, imno matzosichen beinecho, al no savra mealavdecho. Avram is approaching these guests and he says to the shame Aleph Dal Nunyud, not clear who he's referring to, if I find favor in your eyes, please don't leave. So Rashi gives us two pshatim. First, Rashi says that the word, the word Aleph Dal Nunyud, and I'm only spelling it out because you'll see, we'll see from Rashi, it's not clear what it means here. But the first explanation is we, should, we could say the word because he's referring to the greatest of the three guests. Rashi says, L'godol Shebehem Amr. To the, the greatest of these three guests, he says, he refers to him as my master. But then Rashi brings another pshat. He's telling HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Hashem is visiting with him. He sees these guests. These guests look like Aravim, like Arabs. They don't look like any. And he asks Hashem to please wait while I tend to my guests. Right, which is a strange thing. So the Nesiva Shalom, and as you'll see from the Nesiva Shalom, in general, he likes to ask a few questions that build to a theme. So we'll read the first paragraph. Almost every time we'll read the first paragraph because the f- first paragraph really sets the criteria that he's building the theme on, based on. So he says, he quotes this Pasuk and he says, Rashi maybe yesh umrim du kodesh, that this is referring to something of Kedusha, of holiness. Shabikish me'akadosh baruchu, lahamtin loy ad yachnes es archim. Hashem, please wait. I know you came to visit me, but he's asking Hashem to please wait. Umikan lomdu chazal. The Gemara in Shabbos tells us that the, the, it's greater to be machnes archim to bring in guests than it is to to receive the shechina to receive the pres Hashem's presence. So the question is, we need to understand this. How could that be? How could that possibly be? Right? This bothers all of us when we know we've all read this Rashi before, and it always bothers us. How could it possibly be that taking in guests? is greater than sitting with Hashem. And he says, The greatest thing that a person could reach is, is Kabbalah's Pnei Ashkina. So how could something be greater than that? How could it possibly be that Achnos's Archim, taking in guests, is greater than that? Avram Avinu had no idea who these people were. It turns out they were Malachim. 
right? But he had no idea who they were. He thought they were three random Arabs walking by. So now he says a little bit of lumdus. Let's say you want to tell me, I have two mitzvahs in front of me. I have the mitzvah achnasas archim, and I have the mitzvah of kabbalas pnei Okay, let's say I had those two mitzvahs. Maybe the halacha is, maybe if you pulled out the Mishnah Bura on Kabbalah's Pnei there is no section on that, but let's say there was, it would tell you you have to achnasas archim first. But he says it's still problematic. Why? Because Avram Avinu was already involved with talking to Hashem. That mitzvah started first. Then he was presented with the opportunity of, of, of Hachnasus Archim. He was in, engaged in the first mitzvah of Kabbalah's Pnei Ashkina. He says to Hashem, please don't leave. Please don't leave me uh, and wait for me. Which what, what he's... What he's Stressing here is that even if in, in certain cases we have certain halachas, that if I have two mitzvahs presented to me, which one I have to do first. But generally, if I'm engaged with one mitzvah, I don't have to look for opportunities to do a different mitzvah. Right? I'm engaged in this mitzvah, I finish this mitzvah. I don't look for opportunities. I don't pay attention to other mitzvahs. I'm in the middle of doing a mitzvah. I don't start looking for other mitzvahs. Besides, the, just the, it sounds a little bit chutzmetic. How do you ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu to wait? If Hashem came to see you. And the last question he is asking is, the Gemara Shabbos tells us that we learn from Avraham Avinu that Achnasus Orchim is greater than Kabbalah's Pereshchina. Where did Avraham Avinu know that? from. Right? It's very nice that, that we learn it from Avraham Avinu, but how did he know that? He didn't have this story to reference. So if we were in this situation of Kabbalah's Pereshchina, and we then had guests, we would say, okay, we learned from Avraham Avinu that I'm supposed to go deal with the guests. But how did Avraham Avinu know that this was the case? Right? So he, he, I, I, we're really, I want to just skip, I want to just stick to one particular topic in this piece. So I'm skipping some of this. He asked the question that this is the first time Avram Avinu is called Tamim, and we see that Noach was called Tamim, yet we know that Noach wasn't as great as Avram Avinu. So ha, what's happening there? But what you'll see, a little bit we'll touch on it later on. He says, V'yesh and just if you follow, basically just going to read what I underlined. If I want to throw something else in, I'll point it out. But basically just follow from the, the underlines, right? They came out clearly on the... Uh, okay. Says the Nesiva Shalom, something you have to understand is that the purpose that Hashem created the world for is Ahava, is love. Love is the key. Now, we'll see exactly what kind of love, but love is, is the reason the world is created. The Pasuk says in Tehillim, Ahava and Chesed very often are interchangeable. Right? We know that Avram was the Mid of Ahava, he was the Mid of Chesed. Chesed generally engenders love. It, it, it's very often interchangeable. So he says that Hashem says, Ki amarti chesed I built my world based on chesed. The way that the world continues to exist is because of love, because of this continuation of love. Hashem could have, and that's part of what we skipped. Hashem, we know that Hashem started the world with with, with Din, and then he switched to Chesed, right? without getting into that, Hashem could have let the world continue based on Yira. The world could have been founded on Yira, but Hashem chose that he preferred to be based on love, on Ahava. Right? You have Yira's Hashem, Ahava's Hashem. Ahava's Hashem is the higher Madrega. We know the difference between Tshuva and Yira turns Averis Mezid into Shoigig, right? intentional Averis into unintentional ones. Ahava turns them into mitzvahs. We know that Ahava is the stronger. This is a theme we'll see 
a lot in the Nesiva Shalom. He talks about the difference in Yira and Ahava a lot. But Hashem chose, whatever that happened at the beginning of creation, Hashem chose that Ahava is the, is the, is the better way. Next page on page Kufdalid. That's the Yisoyed. Ulechein Am Rebbe Kiva. That's Rebbe Kiva tells us the famous, the famous idea. That is the main klal in Torah. That uh, because if Hashem's creating the world to be based on Chesed and Ahava, so one of the ways we express that is by loving our fellow our fellow Jews, loving our fellow people. Avraham Avinu wasn't even he was the only Jew at the time, so it wasn't his Ahava was not even directed at other Jews, just at people. This is Rabbi Akiva was telling us that if you want to tell me that this is the primary principle of the entire Torah, that means the whole Torah is based on this concept of Chesed and Ahava. It's the ultimate goal in Hashem's Hashem's will for the world. We know this is the famous Gemara that tells us that the three, the three uh, most severe Averis that a person could do are these three Averis of idolatry and sexual immorality and murder. Those are the three most severe sins. The first base of English was destroyed because the Jewish people were not careful or were, were violating those mitzvahs. Those are the most severe averis in the Torah. And everybody knows this, right? We, talk, always, we always talk about this in the three weeks. Tisha B'Av, but in general we know this. Why was the second base of English destroyed? It was destroyed because of sinaschinam, baseless hatred. He says, it doesn't make any sense. If you look for what, where is the, where is it prohibited to hate another Jew? Where is that prohibition? There is a prohibition in the Torah. You're not allowed to hate somebody else, but that's a love. It's a love. It's just a regular averit. There's no, you don't get killed for it. You don't, uh, I'm not even sure if you get malchus. Maybe in some cases you would get malchus, but it probably doesn't even get malchus in most situations. Right. So how is it because of that Avera, which seems like a much more minor Avera than the three cardinal sins, how is it that this Avera had destroyed the second base of English, and how long did the first Golis last? 70 years. The second Golis so far were 2,000 years and counting, or almost 2,000 years and counting. It seems a little bit disproportionate. I know that's a very big topic now, proportionality. It seems a little bit... So first of all, how did the base get destroyed for what seems like a minor sin? And second of all, why is the gull is so long? So he says, Yes, as far as an Aveira is concerned, an individual Aveira is concerned, it may not rise to the level of murder and Avadizara and Giliarayas, it may not rise to that level. But it goes against the very purpose of creation. When we don't get along, when there's no Achtus in Klal Yisrael, we don't, we don't treat each other properly, it goes against, Hashem questions why the world was created. The, the whole system of creation is being challenged. If Hashem created the whole world for chesed and ahava, that's the basis, the foundation of the world. So this avera, while it may not technically have rise to the same level in, in the avera form, but this goes against the whole purpose of the creation of the world. And he gives some other examples. If you look at where, where, where the underline is, 
again, by Kerach. Kerach challenged Moshe and Aaron. It sounds terrible. But on an Averis, from an Avera perspective, he was probably over this Avera of Leisisna Sechicha Bilvavecha. What was the big crime that Kerach did? That he has the number one punishment in world history. We don't know of anybody else who was ever punished with the world, with the ground opening up and swallowing him up and everything he had. And we know all the Chazals about how badly Kerach was punished. Again, it doesn't sound like such a terrible Avera. At worst, you know, he should have been slapped a little bit, but he didn't, he didn't deserve, it didn't, doesn't seem like he deserved that. Because this Avera, although it seems like a small Avera, it goes against the very, the very nature of the way Hashem created the world. Kairach was supposed to support his cousins, Moshe and Aaron, to help them build what they were building. He had a role to play. He had a role to play, and he and he went against that by by going after the things that he was interested in, and that goes against the foundation of the world. That that requires a very strong response. Go down, uh, uh, just one one line. There's a couple of little lines I wanted to put out without going through the whole paragraphs over there. He talks about the idea that Avram Avinu was the beginning of correcting the world. We know that when Adam was created, and then in the days of Noach, the world kept destroying itself. It wasn't it was, Avram was the beginning of fixing the world. He was the first one to to not, even even Noach. There was a sense of just co- kind of holding on to the status quo. Noach was a tzaddik, but Noach was not trying to fix the world. Right? We don't see that Noach created Bali Tshuva. We don't see that Noach was 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 giving drushas. Was was trying to get people to come back to Hashem. Avram is the first one who's trying to fix the world. So he says, right? So there's a concept that Hashem is our shadow, which means that the way we act, Hashem acts to us. If we inspire, if we awaken the midah of Ahava, the midah of Chesed, then that's how Hashem treats us. Right? Avram Avinu was the first one to engage in this. Up to the next column, Kikasha Yehudi Oyved, Lashem Yisbarach, Midas Ahava. When a Jew serves Hashem with this Midah of Ahava, with this Midah of Love, Arayu Mekayim Bezez Tachlis Abriya. He, he is being Mekayim, the purpose of creation, which is interesting to think. We know that there's, right now, there's so many Chesed opportunities. When you give a few dollars to one of these chesed things, or you go pack boxes for soldiers or for families that are stuck, it seems almost inconsequential. I mean, we've all had the thought over the last few weeks, like, is it really going to make a difference if I got another pair of binoculars for a, for a soldier or another pair? That little idea of chesed, that little um, moment of chesed, which maybe it cost you a few dollars, that little moment of chesed, you, uh, what the person is doing, just to read the words of the Rebbe here, who mekayim bezez tachlis habriya. You're confirming the, the entire existence of the world. This is what the world's based on. So there's no such thing as a small act of chesed. Obviously, a person should do as much as he can. But there's no such thing as a small act. There's no such thing as an inconsequential act of chesed. Every, thing, every moment of chesed is supporting the purpose for which the world was created. Go down to the next paragraph. He quotes from the from the Zayar. The Zayar says that the first stage is Yiras Hashem. When we talk about Yiras Hashem and Ahavas Hashem, the first stage is Yiras Hashem. He says, Mishum Ahava. Even though what we're saying now is that the purpose of the world is Ahava, Havas Hashem, Havas Yisrael, all the types of Hava Chesed. Why, so why does the Zoyer say that the first step is Yira? He says, So the highest level is Hashem. The purpose of all, I once heard, uh, I was once in LA, and Rabbi, Rabbi I think Rabbi Leff from, uh, from Eretz Yisrael was there as a scholar in residence in the Shulai Davindin. And he said, 
he, he, was, he was giving the, the idea of, imagine you had a painting that was just way too big, or some piece of art installation that was way too big to be able to take in in one, in one vision. Right, you, it's, 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 it's huge, it's the size of you know, two buildings. You, there's no way you could look at the whole thing. So what they do is you can climb up on different things and you see through different windows, different parts of the art. And after you see everything, it start, you, you start to get the full picture, right? You can't see the entire thing. So he said that's really what the 613 mitzvahs are, different, different little peepholes into this overarching uh, structure that Hashem has created. So he says that all of that, what, what is it that you see when all of that is, is, is done? Ahavas Hashem and Dveikas Hashem. The purpose of all 613 mitzvahs and all of Torah is to get us to love Hashem and to connect to Hashem, to be, to be attached to Hashem. But how do you wake up one morning? You decide wherever you are, whether you're from, you're not from, you want to be from her, you want, you decide that I want to connect to Ahavas Hashem and you haven't. You can't just wake up and decide I want to love God. Because you have, you have some things that are blocking you. You have obstacles in your way. You have to first work on Yiras Hashem. You have to clear away the dirt. You can't, you can't polish the diamond without first get, you know, taking off all the mud that you found it buried in. A person is, is we're made of matter and we're, we're physical. You can't come to Avas Hashem when you're, when you're entrenched in all of the Averis that a person might be in, uh, involved with. So first you have to clear away so you, you're a Hashem. And then you can work on Ahavaz Hashem. But the way he's describing it is that when the Zayar says that the first thing is, is Yerush Hashem, he's not saying it's the primary. It's a prerequisite to getting to Ahavaz Hashem. I have to clear away the garbage so that I can work on, on, the, on, the, beauty, uh, on the beauty of the thing. Okay. Says uh, on the next page, So going back to our question, going back to our question, how could Avram say to Hashem, Sit by, stand by, I'm going to take care of the guests and I'm going to come back to you. How could you, how could you push away Kabbalah Sashrina? It says, A person who is at that level, which we said is Avram Avinu. Avram Avinu is the, is the pinnacle of serving Hashem from Ahava. He's the pinnacle of Chesed. The person who's at that level, all he wants to do is what Hashem wants him to do. What he wants to do, right? We know that Chazal tell us that Avram Avinu kept Kal Terakula. Right. The Gemara actually says it about Avram Avinu. We extrapolate it to be all the others, but the Gemara says about Avram Avinu. How did he know what the Torah wanted? He was in tune he was to exactly what Hashem wanted. He was in tune to what it is that the Ratzon Hashem. And he says, as quoted in the Yisraeli, who we spoke about last week, uh, that's well known, that, that uh, when Aaron says to Moshe, he wanted to do what was good, good in the eyes of Hashem. That was the that was the main root of his service of Hashem. That he wanted what his actions should be positive in Hashem's eyes. That was his whole goal. He didn't say, did I do it according to the Torah? Did I do it according to Allah? He wanted to know if I, if I was pleasing in Hashem's eyes. That was, that was Aaron's goal. And that was Avram's idea here. He was always looking at everything. What does Hashem want? What would give Hashem pleasure from my actions?
Even miyira, but by by in contrast, by contrast, the person who serves Hashem from fear, from awe, Right, this is parts of what we skipped. Noach was 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 the tum was the tzaddik in in Yiras Hashem, but Avram Avinu was the was the tzaddik in in Ahavas Hashem. So the one who serves Hashem from Yiras Hashem, he can only look at what was I commanded to do. Why can what I was. Commanded to do, I can do. Well, I'll do. But I, I, he can't think about what is the deeper Ratz Hashem. The one who serves Hashem from love. He sees, he contemplates what is it that Hashem wants. What is the essence of what Hashem wants. And that's how Avram Avinu knew what was expected of him. Since Avram Avinu's Avoida was this pinnacle of love, of love for Hashem. And what does Hashem want? Hashem wants, this is the reason we built the Mishkan, Hashem wants a dira, a place for his Shechina to reside down below in this world. And that has to be in the context of Chesed, because that's how he said the foundation of this world was Chesed. Haven, so therefore Avram Avinu understood that Avram Avinu understood that before HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it, it give him greater Nachas Ruch, it would give Hashem greater pleasure for him to do Achnos Ruch, Ligmal Chesed, to, to do Chesed, to bring into his house someone who has nothing. More, more than, than sitting there to receive the, the, the Shechina. Somebody who serves Hashem, he could be a big tzaddik, he could be somebody that's very great, but he can't reach that result. He has to look, what is the Shechina? What am I commanded to do? What is it that I'm commanded to do? Just the person who serves from his entire action is what's going to give HaKadosh Baruch Hu pleasure. He goes, he, he, he reaches this hakar, this recognition of what it is that Hashem wants from him. You can, we can think of this in the, in, in the context of two different types of relationships. You can have a boss and an employee. The employee could be the greatest employee ever. But his job is to do what he's what he's expected to do, what his job entails, what his boss tells him to do. That's the that's the that's his job. That's the person who serves from from uh, from out, out of out of out of Yira. He does what he's told to do. It's not his job to try to figure out. You know, my boss told me to do X, but I think he would prefer if I did Y. That's not that's not within his purview. But if you have a relationship that based, that's based on love, a husband and a wife, they have to sometimes consider what is the other person, what does the other person want? Not just what they tell me to do, right? You can have a husband who does everything that's expected of him. He, he goes to work, he pays the bills, but he never does anything outside of that, what, what, what might my wife enjoy? Or a wife who doesn't think of what her husband might enjoy. So that is, there's a flaw in that relationship. A relationship of love requires considering beyond just the obligations of the relationship, right? Like the example of the story of, uh, of, of the, the Talmud who goes to his Rebbe, and he says that my wife doesn't seem to be happy. So he says to him, why? Why is she unhappy? He goes, I don't know. I do everything I'm supposed to do. I go to work. I bring home food. I, I take care of what I'm supposed to take care of. I pay the bills. So he says, do you ever do anything outside of that and he says no i i just do what i'm supposed to do so he says you know what this friday you should bring home flowers so the talmud goes and he brings flowers and he comes home to his wife on friday and he says here my rebbe told me to give these to you 
So we understand that that's a flaw in the relationship. I, why is that a flaw in the relationship? He did what he was supposed to do. But a, a relationship based on love, a, ba- a relationship based on a hava, on a chesed, is supposed to have something deeper. I'm supposed to be able to be in tune to what it is that the other person wants without them having to say so. This is what the Torah teaches us. That there are things that even though I wasn't specifically commanded to, but they're in the in the purview of this is what what would be good in the eyes of Hashem. And they are the goal of what Hashem Hashem's ratzon, Hashem's will. And the person who serves Hashem from love does Hashem's will. And therefore, even though we might not find in Shulchan Aruch that uh, over the last few weeks we've seen the chesed and, and the things that people are doing, we, 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 may not, we may not find it in Shulchan Aruch that you should put together duffel bags of, of equipment for soldiers or that you should be sending money for, to, for Hatzalah to, to have uh, vests or, or any of the other things that people have been doing over the last three weeks. They may not, you may not find it in Shulchan Aruch that this is a mitzvah to do. But we understand that this is what a person, a person this, is, this is what Hashem wants from us. This is what Hashem, Hashem wants to see that chesed. And therefore, if you go down to the end of the, this piece, this is, uh, Avram Avinu instilled this into the DNA of the Jewish people. That, that we have to love Hashem and that we love and we love other people. And that's how we innately know that this is what Hashem wants us to do. That, we, that we're supposed to send things to our brothers and sisters who are in trouble. Even though Avram Avinu didn't know who these guests were, they didn't look like they were, they were, they were good people, but what he did know was he knew that they were Hashem's children therefore he loved them, he loved them even though he had no idea who they were and he, for, they, they, they appeared to him to be idolaters they didn't appear to be good people and that inspires and that awakens compassion and, and chesed, ok so the next piece we go to page Kuv Zayin uh, the, the underline I have at the bottom of page Kufhei was because I was thinking about doing this piece and then I went to the next piece. Uh, so this piece is entitled on page Kuf Zion, the bottom of page Kuf Zion, Vavram So this is a different concept that the Rebbe, that the Nesiva Shalom is talking about. This is something else that we're, that we're discussing, another, another element of Avram Avinu's personality. And together, I think there's an insight into, into the Jewish people. And again, as, as we said, the beginning, the first paragraph, he asks several questions and then uses that to, to build an idea. Hashem says, when, before he's de- going to destroy Sadaim, he sh- says, should I hide from Avram what I'm going to do? Avram Avinu is going to be a great nation and a powerful nation. And through him, all of the nations of the world will be blessed. Because I know that he commanded his children and his household after him. And they guarded the way of Hashem. Now the Rebbe asks, when was this? When was this said? This was said. The Malachim came. They told Avram, "You're going to have a child, Yitzchak, next year." And uh, and then uh, when they left, Hashem tells Avram. Uh, Hashem has this has this uh, thought, and he says to Avram, "I'm going to." Uh, uh, tells Avram about. So Hashem is saying, how can I hide this from Avram? Avram is so great. He's counting, he's recounting the, the great milas, um, the great uh, things about Avram Avinu. This requires explanation. All the things that Hashem said here, that he's going to, he commanded, he's going to be a good god, he's going to be a great nation, and he's going to command his children. None of this happened yet, right? We just said, Yitzchak wasn't born yet. Yitzchak wasn't here yet. There was no children to, com- 
to command it was Yishmael, fine, but but the 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 essence of Avram Avinu uh, instructing his children go to Yitzchak. Yitzchak wasn't born yet. Avram just got the news that he was going to have a child Yitzchak in a year from now. So all this is talking about future things that Avram was going to do. Sherei Yitzchak was another day, and Yitzchak wasn't born. And certainly he wasn't a great nation yet, Avram Avinu, right? Yitzchak wasn't even born yet. So this, the, the praise that Hashem is giving Avram Avinu, it doesn't exist yet, right? There's no children in household to 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 to, uh, to command yet. Avram Avinu is, is 99 years old at this point. He's done many great things. There's a lot of things that Hashem could have recounted as great things that Avram did. He already went through most of the ten nisyonis, most of the ten challenges that Avram had to go through. He went through that. Why didn't Hashem say that? Avram Avinu had done many good things in his life. And more than that, forget about the fact that what Hashem is praising Avram for hasn't happened yet, but more than that, what is the praise? That he's going to be a great nation? That's not one of Avram's greatnesses. That's not something that's when Avram's control. HaKadosh Baruch gave Avram a, 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 a gift that he's going to be a great nation. So what is, why is Hashem praising him for that? That's not something, Avram, Avram is not in control of how many millions of grandchildren he was going to have and be a great nation. Why is it renumerated uh, as one of the one of the great things and one of the schusim of Avram Avinu? He didn't do anything to earn that. It's not something that he did. So says the says the uh, Shalom that no, it is something that Avram did. And and we have to understand how that was. So he quotes, he quotes here, and I'll do some of this uh Outside, because uh, time is getting late, he says that the Oyev Yisrael, Yeshlo Meini Al Pima Shakos of a Sefer Hakadosh Oyev Yisrael from the Apter Rav Al Pasuk Zeh on this Pasuk says, Shavram Avinu Beene Atzma Lenechshav Leklum. Avram Avinu did not consider him. Avram was an Anav. Avram Avinu did not consider himself to be significant. He didn't consider his mitzvahs to be significant. He understood, right? Like we know about the Anivas of Moshe Rabbeinu that. That they didn't, they weren't machshiv themselves. They didn't consider themselves to be important. Compared, comparing themselves to Hashem, they knew that they were insignificant. What is Avram Avinu? What's one of his signature lines? I'm dust and ashes. Everything that Avram have said, everything that I've achieved, and everything that I've done in Avodas Hashem, in serving Hashem, what is it? It's still, it's a drop in the ocean compared to Hashem's greatness. So I don't deserve any credit for that. So Avram Avinu came up with a new way of serving Hashem. That Avram Avinu did all of his, everything he did in the service of Hashem in the name of all the Jewish people who would come in the future. All of every future Jew, every one of us sitting here, every one of us, every, every Jew that ever lived, Avram Avinu had us in mind when he did every mitzvah. Every piece of Torah they learned, every mitzvah they did, he had every one of us in mind. Right? He says, Just like the, the, the ch- a child's brain is, is already incorporated, it's, it's concealed inside the mayach of the father. We know that when parents have a child, that child was contained within them before they ever had the child, right? That child is, is part of them. That's why children look like the parents. That's why there's certain things that they, they inherit from the parents, right? Therefore, all the neshamas were were encapsulated in Avram Avinu. 
And all the mitzvahs that Avraham Avinu did, and I'll just skip a little bit, like Chazal tell us that Avraham Avinu kept Kola Terakula, like we mentioned before, and even mitzvahs Drabanan, even Erev Tavshilin, he did B'Shem Kol Yisrael. He did all of that in the name of the Jewish people. He did it for every Jew that would ever live. Right? And from that, he created a tremendous benefit for those Jews. Right? He... He created a situation that we've all had a connection to these mitzvahs before we were ever even born. And if you go down to eight lines before the bottom of the page on Kuf Ches, see, he says, We know that the Medrash tells us, When will my actions reach the actions of Avram Yitzchak Yaakov? How could a person say that? Avram was a giant. Do I really expect that me in 2023, I'm going to be able to, my actions are going to be able to uh, to, to, to match up to Avram Avinu's? El hapirish what I'm saying is, of course my actions are not going to be the equivalent of Avram Avinu. But when will my actions reach that level of what Avram Avinu had in mind when he was thinking of me doing the mitzvah? Right? We said that Avram Avinu had every one of us in mind when he did every mitzvah. When will I reach that little portion I had in Avram Avinu's mitzvahs? And we could do that because of the what Avram Avinu created by making us all part of, of those mitzvahs that he, that he did. And he goes on in the next column, and I'll just speak it out in, outside that the name Elimelech said that when a person do, wants to do a mitzvah with one of his ibarim, I want to shake the lulav with my hand. But my hand, that same very hand, was involved in another uh, a day or two ago, right? So how could I possibly do that? So he says that there's an etzah. There's, there's advice on how to do that, is that I do the mitzvah b'shem kol Yisrael. This concept that Avram Avinu did, where he did the mitzvahs b'shem kol Yisrael, in the name of every Jew, kol Yisrael. If I do the mitzvah there, then, then the fact that my hand did an avera, Right, uh, somebody stole with his right hand, and now he wants to shake the law of an asterisk with his right hand. How could he do it? He wants to put on tefillin on his hand that 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 stole. So he says, says the Yudah you can do it b'shem kol Yisrael. He says, why? Because there's a, there's, an, uh, there's a world called kol Yisrael. That's the connection of all. There's a spiritual plane on which all the souls of the Jewish people are connected and there there's no averas and there's no iniquity, there's nothing there, there's nothing no damage there, right? As he quotes, like what we say, kulam tzadikim, or the, the Jewish people all tzadikim how can we say that? Is every single Jew a tzadik? Yes, on that level, in that place Avram Avinu created this spiritual world called Kol Yisrael. In that place everybody's tzadikim and even though sometimes people do averas, but that's individuals. But in the Kal Yisrael, in the kol, shame Kal Yisrael, there is no averas. Therefore, if a person wants to be able to do a mitzvah that way, so he has to connect to that place that Avram Avinu created, that's called B'Shem Kal Yisrael. Uh, go go to the bottom of that paragraph in the second column of Kuches. The Indian Olam shall call Yisrael who the 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 essence the the idea of that uh, world of Kol Yisrael Shem Ki Agufanim Shal Yisrael Nefradim that even though our bodies are separate right one of us is tall one short one's one one weighs more one weighs less we have different color hair different color eyes Aval Nishmas Yisrael Muchedes Keechad the the Neshamas of Kol Yisrael are all combined together for Olam Shal Kol Yisrael who Olam Haneshamas that's the world of Neshamas. There's no avera there. Okay, and skip a line. Chazal tell us that when a person does an avera, his neshama sort of leaves his body. It's not part of that. Doesn't do an avera with him. Go to the last paragraph on Kuf Ches where I have it. Uh, 
I have it underlined. So going back to the Rebbe's question, the Deceiver Shalom's questions, that why is Hashem praising Avram Avinu by what hasn't happened yet? The answer is, it did happen. Even though there was no physical nation, Yitzchak wasn't born yet, there were no millions of Jews, but this did happen because Avram Avinu already created this nation on the spiritual plane. The greatness of Avram Avinu was, he created this uh, this 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 combina- this world of the souls of the Jewish people where they are connected at their at their core. Sha'ama Shayotza Avram skip down two lines where I have online Sha'ama Shayotza Avram who am Godol the Atsum. Avram created this great and strong nation. Shayishle is a Maila Atsuma Shal Oilam Anishamas that has this tremendously strong Maila advantage of the world of Nishamas. Maila Shayin Lishum Amzul. I'll say no other nation has this. Avram Avinu introduced this for the Jewish people that nobody else has, no other nation has. And because of that, all the other nations of the world are blessed, right? Which makes us begs the question why, they, why they're so bent on destroying us when the, the, all of their bracha, all of their success comes through us, but they, they refuse to acknowledge that, or it bothers them that that's the case. Okay, I will leave that to, uh, to, uh, to, to be dis- to be decided by on your own. Shakala Gaim Hayim is Barkham Mailazu. They're all they're all uh, blessed through through this. Kiedatev go skip the next few lines where I have underlined Kiedatev Lamanashi Yitzab is bun of his base Akram. This that Hashem says I know Hashem says, I know that you command that Avram commanded his children and his household after him. Like the Ayyav Yisrael explained, we know that when when Adam and Chava were brought together, the first couple, who initially were the perfect couple, it says that Adam Yada as Chava Ishtai. That Adam knew his wife. This idea of Yada is a lotion of, of love and Chiba, of connection. And what does it mean when he says that he commanded his children? The word tzav means a command, but it also means a connection. Tzavsa. Loshen chibur v'tzavsa. It's connection. So Avram Avinu created this this world based on love and connection. It's a place where the neshamas are pure, they love each other, and they're connected to each other. That Avram, uh, Hashem was grateful and loved Avram Avinu because he connected the Jewish people on this spiritual plane. Because he was Mekayim the Mitzvahs through, through Kal Yisrael. And this explains the phenomenon that we've seen over the last few weeks, that you have people, you have somebody in a, in a kibbutz what's called uh, uh, near Oz or a kibbutz called uh, Kfar Aza that we never heard of. We didn't know who this person was. We never met them. We may, we might have gone our whole lives never hearing of them and never meeting them. And yet when we heard the terrible news that came out a few weeks ago, it hurt us. Well, how does that make any sense? Why would it hurt us? I don't know this person. But the answer is that we're all connected. In the world of Nishamas, we're all connected. We're connected to each other in a, in a deep spiritual way. And Avram Avinu created that. And Hashem says, because you created that, that now every Jew throughout history is going to have a connection. And there's going to be a connection of Achtos. Th- that I'm appreciative to Avram. And because of that, how can I hide what I'm about to do? Avram Avinu deserves more. The whole world depends on what Avram Avinu created. How can I hide that from him? Over my because of this, Hashem praises Avram Avinu. Even more than all the ten nisyonis, all the ten challenges that Avram went through, the ten tests. Because this is so much more important, this is so much more fundamental to, to what Klal Yisrael is and, and the Jewish people and the whole world. 
and go down two more lines. Shapal b'zesh yudi yuchel akayim b'nekel yoshev mitzvahs kitikunan. Avraham Avinu created that a Jew can more easily do a mitzvah. Why? Because we already connected to this mitzvah. Avraham Avinu connected us to all of the mitzvahs. The yachanim zeh hekim goy gadol v'atzim. He created. He established a great nation that was strong. Amham uchad b'nishmasay, a nation that is connected in the neshamas. And just the last line in this paragraph, That's why many, many, by chesidim and by, by, by many, many Jews have the minig to say before a mitzvah, any mitzvah that we do, and we say, we're trying to connect to that world that Avraham Avinu created, where we're all connected, and we're all, we're all, we're all attached. And I think that these two ideas that the Slanam Rebbe is teaching us this, this week, that, that the, the Olam Chesed Yibana, that the world is built on Chesed. We've seen the Chesed that's come out in Klayashal the last few weeks. That's how we respond to tragedy. That's how we respond. We, we respond by sending things. Every little Chesed is, 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 so, is so important, is so tremendous. Every single thing, every single thing that we could do. And we feel this connection. We just, we just, everybody is mobilized into action. What more can I do? What more can I send? How, how more can, can I daven for a soldier? Can I daven for a, for a hostage? Can I daven? I just, I feel connected. We, these are people we never met. But, but, Avraham Avinu created this world and, and, and the world itself is Olam Chesed Yiban is built on Chesed and that's how we connect to each other this idea of this achlus of connecting the Jewish people and connecting to the source of the, of the tachlus of the world the purpose of the world the goal of the world what Hashem built the world based on Olam Chesed Yibana. this is the way that we, that we go about we go about bringing, bringing Mashiach this is the way we go about uh, defeating our enemies these are, these are the secrets of Avraham Avinu this power of all of us connecting of tapping in and as we mentioned we mentioned that the uh, that the that the second base amigdash was destroyed because of sinas chinam. So how does that affect this world of neshamas? This idea that Avraham Avinu put all the neshamas together, we have to we have to tap into that. Sinas chinam means we forget about that world, right? Sinas chinam means I don't like him because he said something to me or he did something to me. Sinas chinam is this baseless hatred affects our ability to connect to that upper world. In that upper world that Avraham Avinu created, that sh- that kol yisrael that Avraham created, that world nothing can touch, nothing can touch it. But we have to be able to tap into it. The way we tap into it is chesed between each other, love between each other. Uh, each other. It's Avram Avinu who created that world. Avram Avinu, we said before, was the Omer chesed, Omer Hava. The only way we can tap into the world that Avram Avinu created for us, which is the which is the secret to our to our endurance and the secret to our victory, is by loving each other and by doing chesed for each other. That's the that's the the way that we that we tap into that world. So if we want to if we want to bring Mashiach and we all want to bring Mashiach now, there's not a Jew in the world now who doesn't want to bring Mashiach, and, and we will bring Mashiach, Hashem is going to bring Mashiach this week, and, and we want to tap into that, we have to remember that the thing that blocks us, that disconnects us from that world, is Sinas Chinam, so by overcoming it with Chesed, and loving other Jews, no matter what they look like, and if they don't do things the way we do it, but to love them, to love them, and to, and to, and to give tremendous amounts of Chesed to each other, then we tap into this world of Avram Avinu with the tools of Chesed and Ahava that Avram Avinu have instilled into our DNA, and by doing that, we tap into this world of Kol Yisrael, in that world, when we connect to that world of Kol Yisrael, as we said, there's no hate, there's no Pesha, there's nothing bad, and when 
when Hashem sees us tapping into that world, then He for sure, for sure is going to want to bring about the Gula Shlema so that we could we could live in that type of a way of complete achdus all the time, and we will be able to see the Gula Shlema the Gula Mitas of Yamenu, and we should uh, we should we should all we should all do what we can to endeavor uh, to to connect to that in the best way possible and bring about the vision that Avraham Avinu uh, saw and the one that Hashem praises him most for more than all the initiatives that he did and more than all the, all the other things this idea that he created this plane that we can connect to and be pure and connect to Hashem Havas Hashem Havas Yisrael Shalom and Chesed and all, all those things to tap into into that world that Avram created Shkoyach